Hello, and welcome to another episode of Wednesdays with We. I'm excited today to have our advisory board member join us again, Carla Caldwell. Hi, Carla. Hello, Jackie. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. I'm happy to have you here. And we have Kate Cartwright from Allied as well. Um, hi, Kate. How are you? Hi, Jackie. I'm good, thank you. And thank you for inviting me here today. Oh my gosh. Well, Kate, I know your schedule is so busy and you're like literally, you know, getting us in between appointments. So we appreciate that you're here today. Really, truly. So thank you. Um, but why don't I just have you introduce yourself first? What is your position? How long sure. have you been at Allied? Just, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, my, um, my role at Allied is uh, I'm the VP of people um, for the Americas. So um my role really is to um, support uh, the people agenda from a strategic perspective um, across um, North America, um, Canada, Mexico, and Chile. Um, and I have a team of 15 people that sit um, predominantly in, in the Fort Worth area. Um, my HR team who support me um, in that regard, but I'm, you might be able to tell from my accent, I'm not a local. Um, I am very uh, new to the, not just to the area of Fort Worth, but also um, to America. I've um, recently relocated um, from uh, uh, actually working in the UK, so London um, predominantly. So I'm now into, I think it's my fifth month of being here. So, so yes. Wow. Welcome. And you know what? I love listening to the accent. So thank you. We could just like listen to you talk. <laughs> so today, um, you know, I wanted to talk to you and it's really a great opportunity to have you on call because part of what we're doing in women in electronics is we are trying to get that word out about diversity and inclusion in our industry. That's a very mature industry. Um, we're a little, I think, um, slow in getting that process going. And now a lot of people are interested, want to know more about it, understand that profits are actually um, at the bottom line of all this too. It's not just a feel good thing. It's also your profits are directly impacted by having a diverse team. So, but I think a lot of companies just don't know where to start. They don't even know what to do and how this works. So from a global perspective, um, looking at diversity and inclusion, um, interesting to have you on the call to ask you, you know, what are a couple of two or three of the best practices you've seen? Like what, what is some of the, what are some of the things you look at are being key elements for a company to consider? Sure. Well, I think, I think there's a couple of things there really, as far as um, from a global perspective, I think it's thinking about how you attract diverse talent and how you uh, retain them and really get the, the most value out of the diversity that you're striving for. And, you know, diversity can take so many different forms. You know, it can be diversity of, of gender, of, um, you know, uh, as you mentioned, ethnic origin, but it can also mean diversity in terms of personality and characteristics. And, you know, we know that the best teams have got the most, difference within them um, that, that, that you know they're the teams that produce the best uh, sustainable results so 
this is this is a kind of mission critical consideration and certainly it's um certainly i've noticed in the in the kind of hr um realm i think it's become much less of a nice to have consideration as opposed to a um you know a significant lever which organizations and the best organizations the most successful ones are really exploiting um you know that that uh, that lens i think around uh, talent generally so irrespective of of what that diversity is and i think being really open-minded about that is important um so we talk probably less about diversity actually certainly from a <clears throat> excuse me electro components so an ally perspective we talk more about inclusion um so yeah. that's that's about creating the right environments within you know within which people can really thrive and shine um irrespective of of that difference um wow. so, so, it, so in response to your questions a couple of things i think is you know it's how do you go to market as an organization in a way that you project that ethos and you project that way of of um you project that culture uh, into the market so that that's you know something that you get known for um and then equally on the other side it's how do you hold on to those individuals so it's looking across all of the employee experience to think about you know to what extent are we really considering inclusion in you know how we reward people how we um promote how we develop um and how we engage our people so it is a thread that runs through everything really wow that is really good input and carla you manage teams so what's your perspective um, on what kate just said like what are some of the best practices that you employ as far as motivating your teams or having diverse uh team members how is it that you actually implement what some of these policies are that try to be created on the organizational side? Sure, you know, sometimes um, I try to look out, and first of all, I, I think it's really important that we understand and respect the personalities of, of those individuals that make up this team. Um, you know, I don't expect anyone to, to be just like me. Um, I, I don't want them to be. Our customers aren't the same. Our, our suppliers aren't the same. Our, our teammates mm -hmm. aren't the same. So I really like for everyone to be true to who they are. I like, I, I like authenticity there. Um, but then I also want them, I, I, I like to encourage our team to respect the differences that the others may have. So, you know, as an example, um, and I discussed this briefly, um, I'll put teams together um, within within the building, you know, to 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 set a process that will work for everyone within the organization um, down the line. You know, it, it it may impact you know sales in this way, but ultimately some of the processes we put into place those impact other departments and then ultimately the customer. So sometimes when we're we're asking, we're making these wish lists and we're working with our partners to build a process. I, I mean, I try to encourage them to really think, you know, think at a higher level and think about what this looks like down the line. So I may put people who are quite different from each other together to, to, to do a project, to put together a training for the team um, because they've got little nuggets themselves to share. And then you bring them together and they come together with something really strong, you know, um, and, and, and you have to know how they're fed. 
as well. I think it's really important going back to those different personalities. I have to understand that maybe this person over here who may be a little bit introverted, they, they get rewarded a little bit differently. And I have, to, I have to make sure that those needs are being met and that they're being fed. Um, you know, I just was sharing this with you. I've got a couple on a project right now that they think differently but together they're working on a project that hopefully will roll up and they'll be responsible for helping to train the rest of the team and um, and roll that out. And it's really been a good experience for both of them so far. Um, again, just a different mindset, but coming together to put this project together to roll out. Yeah. Well, okay. I think it requires the management, the, the, the entire organization having the policies in place and then the management team being able to implement it. But Kate, you know, I was gonna ask you, so you've probably heard and learned a lot about, just like what we learn about here um, at Women Electronics about unconscious bias and catching ourselves and all that um, critical um, information. But what do you, what's your advice for what you were describing, Carla, too, is like you, you put these people together who think different. They're going to get frustrated, right? It, it, it's mm -hmm. going to be sometimes not such a happy situation. So, Kate, what what is it listeners can do? So that's the big fear. You put mm -hmm. people together who don't think alike. They have conflict, mm -hmm. um, and we always want to have somebody on our team that's like us because we also want to move forward and make quick decisions, right? So, what mm -hmm. is your advice on that, Kate? So I think I think any kind of constructive conflict, there needs to be some kind of bedrock to that. So I think if you, you know, you, you need individuals to warm up to each other. And I think this goes for teams and leaders too, as they work together, it's, it's kind of what, what are, what's the scaffolding that's, that's holding that relationship up and making sure that there is trust and confidence actually that um, it, it exists on both sides so that, you know, there's that help, there's an, uh, a tolerance for healthy conflict mm. as opposed to, um, you know, it, it becoming actually more than more uh, unproductive than anything else. So I think it's, it's a come back to creating those conditions really around how do you, um, how do you cushion that, um, that fall? So how do you make sure that, there is, um, you know, there's some self-awareness on both sides that you know, individuals have spent some time holding the mirror up and understanding, you know, what, what their natural kind of uh, inclinations might be, their value set, their own biases that make, will come into play, of course, when we're getting people to work together. Um, and building that, you know, opening up that, that uh, conversation in a way that they're walking into it um, knowingly yeah. and are able to then uh, operate very much in that kind of adult adult to adult space in how they're working together so you know that does absolutely require a manager to, mm -hmm. to as Carla's just described there it's having that foresight it's recognizing that there's going to be bumps in the road um, and making sure that there is a structure of scaffolding around them to, to make sure that that doesn't become a negative experience, really. And it is productive and it delivers those um, more superior results, which is what you would anticipate, certainly, from that diversity of thought. 
Wow, that's an excellent point because I think you're alluding to emotional intelligence, right? Is absolutely. It's 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 kind of it's peeling back the onion, isn't it? It's understanding what's what is what is that makeup, which is going to and and that's emotional intelligence. But it's just it's it's building out your understanding of you first to then kind of enter into that working relationship in the best possible frame of mind, I think. Yeah, so we do a lot of training on professional and personal development. And I think the traditional leadership style was just professional and you would completely separate it. And in today's world, you'll probably find, I can maybe turn it to you to comment on this, but it's really interesting to me that what used to be seen as, you know, soft skills like collaboration, um, empathy, these types of things used to be seen as not as valued um, in leadership. But in today's world, moving forward, in order to be a solid leader and strong leader, you have to be emotionally aware. You have to ha have your unconscious biases in check. You have to be emotionally intelligent in order to lead and have vulnerability and empathy and cooperation and trust, all those things yep. that we never, we used to tend to undervalue, should I say. So anyway, I'll just let you comment on that real quick before we wrap it up. No, absolutely. I think that, you know, the best leaders are the most authentic ones. I think that's, that's you know, given and you know, the more that um, we focus on the whole person. And I think, you know, without straying into a different topic, I think that also from an inclusivity perspective and, and the COVID-19 experience, I think has it, shone a, such a strong light on this. There are no mm -hmm. hard lines between work life, professional life, work you, home you, you know, it all bleeds in together and um, you know, employers, the best employers are embracing that. Um, I mean, I had a conversation with one of our auditors in London earlier and he had his daughter sitting on his knee <laughs> throughout the video That's call. Awesome. And, you know, it, it was fine. You know, it needs must. And we, we got done what we needed to do. I totally respected his situation and we made it work. Um, and I think it, this is this is kind of setting the trend now for, you know, the way that we will be working um, going forwards. It's it's um it's interesting times, let's say. Well, in a way, it's very refreshing uh, that it's an equalizer. So everybody's in the same boat, men, women. You know, we all have to help with kids and this and that. So in a way, it's an equalizer. But I'll leave it. Carla, any final thoughts before we? conclude sure you know there was something that we were talking about and I, I do want to reiterate you know I do think that EQ is so important um, personally and professionally and I think that when you model those behaviors I think that I think that your employees really look at you for for those types of for learning those types of um, characteristics in their own personality and that allows them to just to grow. But I think, you know, Kate said something about, you know, she mentioned COVID-19. I think, I think one of the key factors that I know myself, I used to not pay quite as much attention to is adaptability. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that some are adapting a little bit other, well, a little bit better than others. And, and that's difficult to do in, in times, especially the way things are today. These are unprecedented times. And I just think that, okay, you just, 
you're you're able to go in and and see the playing field and see the way things are and then you just have to adjust you you can't change the situation outside of here but you have to adjust yourself and i, I think if you can really um make yourself aware of what it is that you what what can you control and you can't control this pandemic that's happening but you can control what's happening in Jackie's world, mm -hmm. in Kate's world, in Carla, you can control those types of things. And, um, you know, just just trying to be a good steward and, and make the best of it. It's, mm -hmm. it's not a great situation, but if you can just adapt and, and try to just roll with it and, and try to be successful regardless of the situation, then you, I think you'll just come out better, stronger on the other, other end, you know, um, Crisis is a time that shows what's within you. Mm. So, mm -hmm. so be strong and, and be, you know, try your best to be adaptable. If you're struggling, go to someone. And this is what I tell my team, get it out, vent it out, but don't get stuck there. Mm. Let's move. That's a really not good alone. Mm -hmm. yeah. It, yeah. Don't get stuck there. Let's just keep moving. Mm. You know, we're all mm. going through this. It stinks, but let's mm. move. Let's just keep moving. So I, I think right. that's really a characteristic that I'm, I'm definitely going to be looking at um, more closely when choosing candidates in the future. And, and something that myself, I'll, I'll, I'm going to be very aware of that myself in the future. Right. Well, I think that this really is a good point. I'd like to wrap it up, but just to say, um, we keep mentioning COVID and, and it's a critical issue right now at hand but it's always going to be something, right? Um, this is now a, um, a process that we're going to be in for a long time. Beyond this, there's going to be change after change after change. So I think that the things we're talking about are critical issues to business moving forward, attracting talent moving forward, how um, adaptable can you be, how agile can you be, how emotionally intelligent can you be, um, these are all critically important topics. So I appreciate you being here today. Um, Kate, very nice to uh, virtually meet you. Uh, <laughs> look forward to maybe having you on our Leader in Highlight someday. So thank, thank you. you, Jackie. Thank you. I've really enjoyed it. Nice to talk to you both. Thank you, you both. You too, and Carla. Yes, thank you both. Have a, a blessed day. Thank you.